The Reserve Bank of India has decided to withdraw rupees 2000 denomination currency notes from circulation and the public is naturally curious about how similar the move is to the demonetization of the rupees 500 and rupees 1000 notes in 2016. Hi you're listening to On Manorama's Explainer podcast News Break a weekly show that breaks down news in a clutter free manner This is your host Harita Benjamin and in this episode SRD Keshavan an expert commentator on banking and finance joins us to decode the RBI's latest move for us Thank you so much Adi Keshavan for joining us once again on News Break Thank you Harita for having me on your program thanks All right so let's start with the basics what is the RBI's reason for withdrawing the rupees 2000 notes the RBI has uh, for the past about uh, more than 15 years been following what is called a clean note policy in order to ensure availability of clean notes for transactions among the public between banks and the public and between business and uh, its customers people who are older will of course remember that the quality of currency notes in india in circulation and in popular use was really bad with uh, the you know notes which are uh, constantly in use mostly of the lower denominations including the 10 rupee note the 50 rupee note the even the 100 rupee note because we are a tropical country we are a country of uh, you know large number of people and then transactions used to be mostly in cash at least about 15 years ago therefore the quality of notes was such a big issue i'm just giving a little bit of background so the clean note policy was taken up as uh, an initiative by reserve bank of india 15 uh, 18 years ago and therefore as part of that policy they have been striving to improve the quality of notes in circulation and we should all admit uh, that um, over uh, a period of time the quality of notes that we have been using has really improved in india and um, it is comparable to but not definitely equal to the quality of notes that you get in the advanced countries or in the developed countries so this uh, move particularly the withdrawal of the 2000 rupee note is part of that policy fundamentally why part of that policy is because the notes which are being withdrawn and not demonetized and that distinction is important because in the popular uh, you know mind and in the media there has been a recall of the demonetization decision of november 2016 but this uh, is not demonetization it is withdrawal of the 2000 rupee note the printing of which was discontinued by rbi from 2018 itself so therefore the assumption is that whichever notes are left in circulation of the 2000 rupee variety are more than 5 years old they are no longer being printed and therefore they are being withdrawn from circulation with sufficient notice to the public and with the uh, full disclosure of the amount of notes which are in circulation and um, as you and i know i have been you know handling cash like any normal human being maybe 2000 rupees 3000 rupees of cash once in 3 days 4 days for your usual expenditure 
I have never come across a 2,000 rupee note in the past two years, to my memory. So therefore, and I've been talking to people last uh, evening and today morning, I've rarely come across anybody who has handled a 2,000 rupee note in the past about two years. So therefore, it is completion of the process of withdrawal of notes, which was started by discontinuing printing in 2018, and part of the clean note policy, and nothing else as has been officially stated. And this tallies, this is not merely, you know, parroting what is the official position. This right. tally is more or less the uh, announcement. Okay. So, uh, you're saying that, you know, when you're looking at how it is different from demonetization, the fact is that it's going to continue to serve as a legal tender, right? There's no ban as such, and uh, there is no uh, penalty for holding it at homes or, you know, in your hands. That's what you're saying, right? Ah, yes, Harita. Yeah. That is uh, what I said is it will continue to be legal tender. Okay. And um, if you go through the instructions also, the up to 20,000 rupees of 2,000 rupee note, anybody can walk into any bank branch. And uh, probably each bank will have some form to be filled up. And uh, if even if you are not an account holder with that bank branch, the RBI instruction is very clear that they have to make arrangements for exchange of notes up to 20,000 rupees, right. irrespective of somebody is an account holder or not, number one. Number two is if somebody is holding currency notes in excess of 20,000, maybe 2 lakh, 3 lakh, 4 lakh, whatever be the amount, there is no limit whatsoever, that can also be monetized by depositing it into the account. There you need to go to a bank where you have an account and route it through the account. And then you will get uh, the equivalent currency in whichever denomination that you want, or it will be credited in your account and you can use it. So therefore, um, there is um, a provision for exchange of currency up to 20,000, irrespective of whether you are an account holder or not. There is facility for depositing this amount without any limit whatsoever, subject to usual norms. Subject to usual norms is because right now also under the Income Tax Act, cash transactions above a certain limit need to have the, you know, uh, what do you call PAN number, etc. So those are all uh, rules and regulations which are already enforced. Uh, banks have individual arrangements with their customers on the number of cash transactions that they can do in a month, etc. So subject to those norms, the 2,000 rupee notes can be deposited into your account. And therefore, there is clarity there about what can be done, how it can be done. And the time limit which has been given is up to September 2023. And further to come back to the, what you said, even after that, as of now, the note or the 2,000 rupee currency continues to be legal tender. So the uh, legal tender character of the currency doesn't cease even after that, or it has not been yet announced when it will cease to be legal tender. I understand it falls within the realm of the government of India, not uh, within the powers of RBI, to make uh, a currency non-legal tender or that decision is with the government of India. All right. So now you were talking about the clean note policy, right? It has been in existence for some time because 
in order to ensure the availability of nodes with enhanced security features and withdrawal of soiled nodes because of increased velocity of money and things like that. And this has been in place for quite some time. We have been withdrawing, uh, you know, different uh, denominations time and again after, you know, five years uh, the upper limit, right? Uh, so why is it uh, so different when it comes to the rupees 2000 note? And uh, is uh, this kind of an announcement normal? I mean, this is for the public knowledge. Is it normal for the RBI to uh, give an announcement of, you know, uh, such a big regard? And then is it normal, you know, uh, to announce the withdrawal of a denomination note like rupees 2000? How is it different? Is it because it's big? Arita, very good question. I was also thinking of this. I feel it acquires the, you know, what do you call significance that has been given by the media and by, you know, popular in the popular discourse only because we are very close to the 2016 demonetization and the memories in our minds. Otherwise, this decision to withdraw would have been just another decision to withdraw old notes. And uh, it would have been taken um, in that sense okay. alone. So, therefore, the what do you call uh, the uh, 2016 demonetization issue is in our minds fresh in the media. Also, it has been some of the headlines that I saw in um, you know some channels hark back to that decision. And therefore, I think uh, that is the reason for the kind of um, a, a huge interest in this uh, present uh, decision that we are seeing. And probably that's why we are also talking about at length. All right. So it's normal for the RBI to issue a notification for uh, withdrawal of every currency. Is that it? Yeah, 2014 or 15, they themselves have said that uh, they had decided. And I remember uh, some currency notes uh, were uh, you know discontinued, All right. withdrawn from circulation. So it is something which happens. So which happens, happens time and again. Okay, okay. Yeah, and this clean note policy, which uh, you know is the basis and which is part of the integral part of the RBI announcement. I recall there was a deputy governor by name Sri Vepa Kamishan mm-hmm. who was given the responsibility of ensuring that all currency notes in all the chest branches of banks have only you know the clean notes, and then banks which held old, soiled, or torn currency notes were fined by RBI around 2002 or 3 and the riot act was read out to banks which continued to hold soil notes in their currency chest. So that was a big uh, story those days. So this is part of the continuing process of RBI to ensure higher quality notes in the hands of uh, people. Okay. But uh, the 2003 note has, is an outlier because it is the highest currency, you know, denomination note that we have had in India, I think, at least to my memory, maybe sometime back, I don't know whether there was a 10,000 rupee note. But so far as we remember, uh, this has been the highest currency note in circulation. Right. Uh, and it was uh, kind of uh, issued to fill the gap of the 501,000 rupee notes, uh, which were withdrawn from circulation, yeah. right? Yes, yes. Right. All right. So uh, now moving on to the next point, the RBI has said that the upper limit for exchanging rupees 2000 notes is rupees 20,000, right? So are individuals holding a greater number of notes in hand likely to face trouble from central agencies like, say, the income tax or enforcement directorate uh, when they exchange their cash in hand or uh, even deposit it? What is the criteria for this? 
Harita, that's a very relevant and good question because I was also thinking of this that people, if they are holding, say, one lakh or two lakh worth of 2000 rupee notes for whatever reason, I especially, you know, was talking to a couple of people abroad and uh, some people who are NRIs and OCIs, uh, they were telling me that they have some 2000 rupee notes which they had, uh, you know, uh, probably got during one of their trips to India. So it's quite possible. But there we should understand that as of now, the provisions of uh, the currency deposit into an account uh, ensure that if there is any transaction which is out of alignment with a regular transaction which one is having in one's account. By which in order to clarify it further, suppose I am, you know, you know, withdrawing say 10,000 rupees, 20,000 rupees usually and then depositing similar amount also. And in my account suddenly I deposit. I'm not referring to this 2000 rupee at all. I deposit, say, 2 lakh. Then banks have their own policy of identifying out of the usual transactions, which could be categorized as suspicious transactions. And there is a procedure, late-on procedure, for reporting what are called suspicious transaction reports, STRs, to the government for you know, security purposes. So that uh, norm will apply which is to restate or reiterate that there are no specific or special norms issued with regard to the present decision of withdrawal of 2000 rupee notes. Earlier itself, whatever are the norms in place for identifying unusual transactions in any account whatsoever, that procedure will also apply in the case of the 2000 rupee transaction. And there also we should make it clear that the mere act of a transaction getting reported as what I mentioned as STR, suspicion transaction report, doesn't, you know, mean that the transaction is illegal or, you know, not to be allowed. It only leads the agencies and the bank to look at the transaction in some depth, maybe look at the person behind the transaction, maybe ask a couple of questions and then, you know, see to it that everything is uh, normal or uh, uh, everything is proper about the transaction. Right. So there is no upper limit or anything of that sort, right, for this STR? Is there an upper limit or a lower limit on when the banks should initiate a probe on what the source of the money is? All, you know, cash transactions uh, which are about 10 lakh. About 10 lakh. Okay. Will get reported as part of the STR. Unless, again, these are uh, confidential uh, matters for which instructions have been given to the banks right. under the PMLA Act of 2002, the Prevention of Money Laundering Act of 2002. So, uh, broadly, I would say, for the purpose of uh, the information of our listeners, that there are certain parameters. I understand it is something like 60, 65 parameters, which okay. are specified by the government for banks to follow in order to identify a suspicious transaction. Then there are um, parameters developed by the banks themselves. And in large banks, um, I understand that there are more than 100 people sitting at any point of time analyzing transactions in uh, on a real-time basis, trying to identify whether a transaction should be reported as a suspicious transaction or not. And this is uh, something which is integral to the management of the monetary system. So that, you know, we this is part of the internal monetary, you know, security system. 
so that nobody tries to destabilize even this could help in tracking black money at a at a you know macro level because if there are transactions say happening in one account massively or in one locality or a geography massively it could point out to something ms with regard to the you know monetary uh, transaction relative to the economic activity in that area and it right. is something which calls for a macro action so that is the basis so there is nothing for a person doing a genuine transaction to be afraid of uh, in short as far as you know ordinary persons are concerned people like you and i people like uh, who are doing normal business who are like uh, doing normal uh, you know commercial transactions they needn't be bothered about this at all because it may get reported so what even a transaction which i do i'm i used to be an officer of the bank even my transaction may get reported but then they will look at it and find out everything is okay so okay. but this is surveillance or a supervision which is required and it goes on and nobody who is doing genuine transaction need to be afraid of it or need to be wary of it all right so while we are on the topic of black money and pmla uh, i have uh, i'm not sure if it's a far fetched uh, notion or not uh, the announcement came soon after the karnataka election results so i'm curious if uh, it's possible that the move is an effort to eliminate any black money that may have been pumped in for the election uh, so, do you think it's yeah, far fetched yeah. uh, no 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 harita that is a journalist knew but from right. a strictly economic point of view i don't think uh, you know uh, you know even if i were to take this question seriously and look at possibly any connection between the karnataka election result and this even there you don't get um, a, a logical connection to fix because see the stock of money in circulation is 10% of the total stock that is okay. 33 lakh crore is the total currency in circulation in india as of now which is available on the rbi website and in yesterday's uh, press release or uh, other information which they have put out they have said that 10% of that is constituted by 2000 rupee notes so uh, which is 3 lakh crore so that uh, you know information is in the public domain now out of that how much will be the money which uh, you know consists of black money or uh, you know uh, what we call uh, laundered money i don't think that could be uh, any you know uh, reason for this decision and um, uh, from an economic perspective i cannot think of a logic to connect these two events even though they are proximate and uh, they have uh, you know there is a sequence which you mentioned but i don't think uh, uh, we can attribute this decision to the karnataka uh, election results even though i appreciate a media person's um, sense of uh, curiosity in raising this question yes all right uh, so now uh, moving on to the macro economics uh, will the economy stand to be affected you did say that it's not going to uh, affect you know small time transactions which you or me are engaged in but on a larger scale if you are looking at you know the economy will it stand to be affected by the withdrawal of the largest currency note in circulation now rbi sources have also said that the move is an attempt to encourage more digital transactions so what is your take on this uh, yeah uh, to my mind based on my experience the only place where i feel it could probably potentially have some impact is the transactions in the mandis in the in, uh, in north india maybe madhya pradesh okay. uh, the you know maharashtra punjab haryana where 
uh, farmers take their produce and then the RTRs or the commission agents, the Mandi agents tend to pay in cash. And there I have seen higher denomination currency notes being used earlier. I have not visited any Mandi off late, maybe in the last two years I have not visited, but earlier I have seen. Okay. So there uh, I don't know what is the holding of uh, 2000 rupee notes among these people who do higher value trade for agricultural commodities. But uh, off late, see, uh, the uh, trend has shifted even there towards digital transaction because of the introduction of ENAM, the National Portal for Agricultural Markets, uh, ENAM. And transactions are digital, increasingly becoming digital, even though currency in circulation is high. So there is an anomaly there, which, um, uh, you know, probably is attributed to the higher economic growth that we have ha seen. Uh, the anomaly that I am mentioning is that at the time of demonetization in 2016, currency in circulation was 17 lakh crore. And right now, in 2023, as we speak, the currency in circulation is 33 lakh crore. So demonetization has not exactly resulted in a lower volume of uh, currency in circulation. But uh, there could be different reasons for that, and that's not within the ambit of this discussion. But to come back to your point, I think uh, the impact on the economy or trade could be marginal. There will be some impact. But uh, sufficient uh, opportunities and window has been given. And more importantly, which is harking back to or going back to what you mentioned, that this continues to be legal tender, whereas uh, it would have probably become a problem if there was an announcement of a sunset date or time for the 2000 rupee note to cease to be legal tender. So this will continue to be legal tender as things stand even after September 30. So there is no question of um, currency losing its value with whomsoever it may be as of now. And therefore, there is uh, no question of any impact because its intrinsic value is not being you know, taken away. Its intrinsic value stays. And therefore, if there are if at best or at worst, there could be some operational problems, but no economic impact. All right. So I think uh, with that, we come to the end of this podcast uh, session. Thank you so much, Adhikeshwan, for joining us and clarifying most of our doubts on the matter. This is on Manorama's Newsbreak and Explainer podcast, which is produced by me, Harita Benjamin, with technical production by Idea Brew Studios. It comes out every week and is available on all podcast platforms. So do follow on manorama.com for more updates on the RBI's latest issue.